Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Alex Grodnick, and this is Moving Up, a podcast about secrets to success, struggles along the way, and life in general. Today on the pod, Taylor Neiman, the co-founder of a disruptive new education business called Toucan. Taylor's learned from some of the best startups in consumer tech, and she's now building a browser extension to help people learn new things as they go about their day. A great conversation ahead about changing consumer behavior, building relationships in your career, and raising money. Okay, let's get into it. Taylor, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I wish we were doing this in person, but we're only a few miles apart in Los Angeles. I know. And so it's uh, it's good to meet you. You too. Um, you've got a very cool startup. I can't wait to hear all about Toucan. Um, and it sounds like there's a lot of amazing things happening for you. So you can tell us about that later in the podcast, but I want to hear about all the things that, you know, made you get to this point in your journey. Like, where'd you go to school? How'd you become an entrepreneur? Like, was that inside of you? So let's, let's start like whenever you think it makes sense to start before school, after school, whatever. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Toucan right now. It's a way for you to learn new things just as you go about your day. Um, but started back in 2013 when I graduated from Cornell University. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, so going back east for school was definitely a shock, especially upstate New York in Ithaca, New York. Um, it's freezing if you haven't been there um, most of the year, too, but I knew I wanted to do something on my own, and I was always hacking with different ideas. Um, I taught myself how to code during college to like build out at least the MVPs to show to engineers who are way smarter than me and convince them to come join in whatever I was building. Um, and so after graduation, decided to come back to Los Angeles, um, didn't yet have inspiration for an idea. So I wanted to join some of the best tech companies here and serendipitously landed, um, at Headspace. Like really early on, um, there was like 20 of us employees um, just trying to figure out how are we going to scale this thing. There wasn't yet a thousand meditation apps out there. And my specialty has always been distribution. Like how do we scale these high growth tech companies without paid acquisition? So figured out how to get our content um, into every airline you can imagine for the in-flight entertainment consoles and partnering with Nike to help demystify meditation. Um, learned so much there scaling to the series A, series B, beyond from like this 20 employee workforce to 300 employees and scrapping together our B2B product too without any engineering or product resources as you do in a tech startup. Um, but afterwards, I knew I wanted to start something. I didn't yet have any co-founders that I wanted to tap. So I went off on my own journey um, to start a company called Simba. 
um, ended up coding the entire app myself. I wasn't able to raise any funding for it, wasn't able to recruit employees or other co-founders and ended up like killing it off, but learned so much during that time. And it gave me a great excuse to talk to some other really amazing founders and start building those relationships, um, which ended up turning into some of our angel investors for Toucan. Um, so including the founder of Honey, Ryan Hudson, he was super kind in meeting with me really early back then, giving me feedback and advice on my idea. Um, and then years later down the road, that actually converting into some of our first angel checks, which was awesome. Uh, yeah, that is that that is cool. And I like the approach of like building relationships, like asking for advice instead of just like going and saying, hey, Ryan, can like you write an angel check to my startup? It's like, yeah, okay. He probably gets asked that a lot. But like instead of asking for advice and building a relationship over you said over like this period and then being able to see your work and, and know you. And then it's like, all right, now I've got this next idea. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Exactly. I knew him probably for five years before that even happened. So it was a slow burn. And same um, with Rich Pearson, one of the founders of Headspace. He's coming in to our round two as an angel. And I joined Headspace maybe six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, these things take time. It's not like, you know, the the media glamorizes startups a little bit where it's like, oh, two people in a garage and like they raised millions of dollars. Like what they don't tell you is like your story. It took you five years to build relationships to raise that $1 million and probably took them two years to build the app before they even, you know, released it to the public. So these things, there's like a lot, it's like a tooth. There's like a lot behind the surface. Mm -hmm. And my two co-founders too. So I met Brandon really early at Headspace. He's like complete badass product person. We were in the trenches together through those times and stayed friends afterwards. And then Sean, who's leading engineering for us, like he, I met him within Science Incubator. And I was just working at one portfolio company and he was working at another. And we ended up becoming friends because I would pitch him ideas all the time. He would give me feedback. I would go home, code up the MVPs, show them to him the next day. Be like, Taylor, you can actually code. So he would dive into my code base, give feedback, and then we became fast friends before we both jumped over to FAIR. Um, right before Soft, SoftBank injected a mere $350 million into the company, and then we scaled that rocket ship together. Amazing. And Taylor, where does this uh, like risk-seekingness come from inside of you? Are your parents entrepreneurs? Like, did you never think you were going to go work for like some big company? Like, how did, where, where, What is that inside of you? That's a really good question because a lot of people ask that. My parents are not entrepreneurs. I've just noticed that failing doesn't really put you in a terrible position. If anything, it gives you a lot of experiences that sets you up better for success in your next thing, whatever you go after. And that's why I always just like kept at it. This is actually the fourth time I've created my own startup. But this is the first time I'm venture backed. We've raised a couple million dollars now. Um, but it took a few times to get to this place. Right. And that again, that's the metaphor of like this takes a long time. Like Travis Cal Uber was not Travis Kalanick's like first start. Like it's very rarely your first one out of the gate. It's like a home run. It takes, yeah. there's a lot of, there's a steep learning curve here. Like there isn't in, in anything. Yeah. And I think I'm a little competitive too. So I played varsity sports my whole life, volleyball and played D1 at Cornell too. Um, and I'd bet on myself any day and also my team, like my two co-founders, the three of us together to really go after it and execute. Amazing. That's Taylor. It's a cool story. So, like, where get us in like the very early days of the idea for Toucan? 
Yeah, so we weren't even looking at browser extensions to start. We thought it was an interesting way as an acquisition channel because extensions are a huge distribution channel, completely overlooked and untapped. And we're like, oh, this will be great to send up people over to an app. But as we started digging into the space more, we're like, there is something magical here. Um, and any idea you have from a product side, you can actually build out. And so we started building out a bunch of hypotheses to prove things right or wrong. And as we were proving them even wrong, the idea still got bigger. We're like, okay, there's something here. Let's double down. Um, and that's when we got our first check from Wonder Ventures, 150K in um, for us to jump go and start building this thing um and so we did and we were we've been heads down building not really poking our heads up quite yet as you know um and just iterating to get really great engagement metrics retention metrics before we shout, start shouting toucan from the rooftops which we've started doing this week with google featuring us in the chrome store amazing and okay so uh the three of you come together and was it like, let's just think of an idea or like, oh, I have this kind of idea. Like, like how did, how did, when did that start to happen? Yeah. So we're trying to solve a pain point. We were looking at how we've always wanted to learn new things, but we didn't necessarily have the time, right? Like you always want, might want to learn a language, but are you going to set 10 minutes aside to open an app or watch a video or take a course? Like, very aspirational of you, but think of how many Rosetta Stones have been bought but never exited the boxes of the plastic wrap. Um, and so we're like, how can we actually meet people where they already are? Um, because it's really hard to compete for time. Like you're competing against friends, family, work, school, Spotify, Instagram, Netflix, and everything in between. And our background is consumer tech. So we learned that firsthand. It's hard to create new consumer habits. Um, so with Toucan, we're like, actually, can we layer on top of existing behaviors, be where people already are throughout the flow of their day, we can match them where they're there and get them to learn something new. Um, and also benefit from the context of what's on the page to help them accelerate learning. And so as we looked, started looking at extensions, we're like, this is perfect for us to be able to do that because you install us into your browser and then as you're tech, on TechCrunch binge watching Netflix, we serve you up with micro moments of learning, whether you're trying to learn a new language or you're learning what do these memes mean or all these acronyms around the economy and everything in between. Hmm, that's so cool. What do you call it? Micro moments of learning? Ooh. Exactly. Yeah, these little cool. moments. And on average, our users see about 100 moments a day which that's a quite a lot and it compounds over time versus doing nothing absolutely at all. Yeah, you're right. Everyone has these grand aspirations. I'm going to wake up this morning. I'm going to go do that. Even, even your own company, even like I'm going to meditate this morning. I say I want to meditate every morning. Like I, I, it's so difficult to do it, but, and change behavior, changing consumer behavior, very, very, very difficult. Times like this though, where you're forced to, to change behavior, uh, can be in, there can be a lot of opportunity in, uh, in a crisis like this. Definitely. Yeah. Lots of people willing to try new things, which is also an interesting uh, time to start something new. Like people are willing to try it. So like it's the best time to test out new ideas. If anyone has something that they're like thinking about launching or trying to do, like go for it. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. So, uh, 
I want to get like into how this actually works a little bit. Like, so I'll, I install the Chrome extension and now I'm just like going about my day and what's happening like uh, in the back end here. Yep. So through the onboarding flow, you've picked and choose what topics you want to learn. So whether it's the language side or something else, and then through what you've opted into, we start serving you up and we have some different teaching techniques. So if you're trying to learn a language and you're on New York Times, the word coffee might be translated in line to cafe and through context, you can kind of figure it out. But if you didn't understand it, you just hover over it, see back to your native tongue. Um, so that's on the language side. You might see some hover for more. So the word API or SDK might be highlighted, which triggers you to like maybe move your mouse cursor over it. And like, you might see what the heck is an API, what the heck is an SDK. Um, and then we have these new tab scenes also that if you open a new tab, it's an interesting moment to like approach the user before they dive down into their next rabbit hole. And we may serve you up with factoids or quizzes, but the tech behind it is super powerful where we can actually take that screen and inject it wherever you want across the web. So say you're on Facebook newsfeed scrolling down and there's a bunch of your friends tiles, we can inject Toucan there instead of one of your friends posts. And so we can pick and play where we want to interact mm, with users and get cool. smarter over time. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, this, this seems like an amazing, just not having to, as you said, change your behavior, just kind of like be where and how people are already being and interacting. Um, so where does this, like, what's the future of this? Like, how do you guys like get even deeper? Like, how does this get to mobile? Cause like, there's a, there's a funny thing with like extensions and mobile and um, where does this go, Taylor? Yep. So we want to dominate desktop, like prove that this is adding immense value and then eventually go into mobile. Um, one of the most exciting things I'm like stoked about is our content partnerships right now. Um, so we've been getting amazing interest of like people who already are on authorities on topics like the blog technically or a newsletter like wait, but why to entrepreneur media, Harvard business review and everyone in between that we can then repackage their content, put them into two packs of content on Toucan and then serve them to our user base. Um, yeah, which is awesome from like a brand halo perspective for Toucan, but also us on the distribution side, getting access to their users and their audiences and just even greater content for our uh, user base. But another cool thing coming out soon is we're building internal tools to create content. We're now starting to allow our partners to use the tools to create content, but at some point, like individual users can create their own content to learn too. like single player mode where I build it myself or also multiplayer mode where we're all friends, colleagues, students, and we collaborate to build these packs of content that, that then we go on to browse the web and learn together. Wow. Super cool. I mean, yeah, this, this is awesome. I already have the, the browser installed. Um, and uh, and and I, I can't wait to, to start to start to use it more. But uh, tell me about the the team. So it was originally three of you, and what is it now? Now there's eight of us working full time. Um, four engineers, one on the product design, and two on the distribution side. And so, is everybody in LA, or are these engineers remote? Yeah, local to LA. Um, most of them we've worked with beforehand um, within LA Tech. And now we're all remote because of everything happening in the world at the moment. And so, Taylor, you mentioned getting these angel investors in in the very beginning and getting Wonder in at the very beginning. And then what 
did you build and what did you de-risk in the product that allowed you to go raise the couple of million dollars and how'd you do that? Like, what, what was the, the bridge there? Yeah. So I went out to raise in the fall. We closed in about four weeks with three term sheets, which was awesome. Um, we ended up moving forward with our lead investor, GSV Ventures, who's world-class in all things ed tech. And they've been amazing partners. Um, we built an alpha initial version. Like the three of us as co-founders together can really execute and build whatever we want to and need to. And so we were able to show for that. Um, but I really think it was a bet on us as a team, like our three strengths, our backgrounds, how we've known each other. Um, and then the proof point that we can build and execute um, what we're saying, as well as like the large vision. Like this could impact education in a massive way and get people to the point of learning that they haven't been before. Amazing. Well, Taylor, it's it's like such a cool product, such a cool story, and like you're it's you're very tight. I see why you had so many term sheets because this is like a very succinct story. Um, I'll get you out of here on like the last couple of questions about you know advice. Like you, as you said, like you just knew very very early on you're you're an entrepreneur. Like you had a high tolerance for risk. Like you're gonna go build something and build a team to do that. Um, I'm curious about like get into that realization like if you can glean something from that to help to help others um of like kind of figuring out like what your ideal path you know should be yeah um i would talk to as many smart people as you can get in front of and like ask for feedback and ask for advice um because when you ask for feedback and ask for advice that typically turns into money or at least relationships um that you need to build over time and whether that's future co-founders like engineers, like talk to all the engineers in your organization, your colleagues, like all the product people, if you're non-technical or like teach yourself how to code. Like I just used, you used YouTube videos to teach myself and then started building out the MVPs on my own um, to then like inspire engineers to come build with me. Um, so that's definitely been like build the relationship side has been super important. And then also like telling people your ideas and showing them the MVPs and getting them using it. Like you want to try to use as little money as possible to get the first version out there because you don't even know if people will like it and being super protective over the ideas. Isn't going to help you. It's only going to hurt you. Like you want to know if other people even want to use this. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a novice mistake. Like startups are so hard. No one's going to steal your idea. Like exactly. <laughs> it is so freaking hard. Just shout it from the roof and any piece of advice, help, feedback, whatever you get, it will be helpful for you. No one's going to take your idea and go build Unless you're like talking to some like direct competitor or someone that's already got a team, like can go do this. It's, it's mostly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, Taylor, that's awesome advice. This was super fun speaking with you. Thanks for doing it. Of course. Thank you so much for your time. This is okay. great. Thanks for listening today. If you like moving up, the best way you can support us is by telling your friends, helping us grow. Thanks. Thanks.